Did you know that Black and White Sports is the largest independently owned conservative sports brand in the world? We have over 125,000 subscribers on YouTube and over 39 million views. Our episodes get more views than most ESPN programming every single day. And now we have exploded on podcast. We brought our episodes to podcast for you to enjoy at work, school, in the car, on the beach, wherever you choose to consume our audio. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Radio Public, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Subscribe now. Also, you can help sponsor the podcast for as little as 99 cents per month. The link is in the description on with the show. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use mump fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup. Add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee. Mix it up. Use whipped cream, sugar, mump fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your Four-week emergency food kit, you'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today.
You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports fans, we're going to be talking about failed NFL quarterback Colin Kaepernick. Guys, being a professional victim pays off quite handsomely, I must add, because we know that Colin Kaepernick has benefited greatly ever since he started kneeling for the national anthem in the NFL. This was a player that was actually pretty good at one point, and then his play declined, and then he started to kneel for the national anthem and tell you how bad this country is. It was all a complete lie, and now Colin Kaepernick is a professional victim, social justice warrior, and a diehard Marxist. And now, folks, He's about to cash in because now Netflix has released some information on his documentary that's going to be on Netflix in October. Who actually wants to see this? I can't think of anybody that wants to see this, man, because Colin Kaepernick did it to himself. He had opportunities to come back and play in the NFL. The NFL actually kind of bent over a little bit too far to, I guess, please the woke mob and the media. Colin Kaepernick doesn't want to play football anymore. He wants to be a professional victim and cash checks because we know he's getting a lot of money from Nike and he's getting a lot of money from Netflix. So check this out. It says get a first look at Netflix's Colin Kaepernick series. uh, Colin in black and white. That is the name of the show. Ava DuFernay is executive producing the limited series. And if you know her, she is pretty woke. Very, very woke, guys. So let's check this out. Colin Kaepernick is ready to score a powerful TV touchdown. Really? Okay. This is on Entertainment Weekly, so take it for what what it's worth here. Netflix has released the first look at Colin in black and white, the upcoming limited series from Kaepernick and Oscar-nominated filmmaker Ava DuFernay. Already a household name in in NFL, I think they meant in the NFL, for his on-field success, very limited success. He After he got to that Super Bowl, he pretty much was not the same quarterback again. Kaepernick made worldwide headlines in 2016 when he began kneeling during the pregame performance of the National Anthem as a way to protest police brutality and racial injustice. While he hasn't played it down in five years, I don't know who wrote this. There's Grammar mistakes here, but it because it actually says while hasn't played it down in five years. I think they meant while he hasn't played it down in five years, he's continued to find a more important calling as a cultural icon and activist. No, he's found a calling as a professional victim because it makes money. Being a professional victim makes you a lot of money. Look at all the race hustlers out there. Kaepernick, uh, Talcumets. The guy just had he has a what eight hundred thousand dollar house and now he's begging for money from people. The grip is real, folks, and the media is not calling these people out. But it says here, premiering October 29th, Colin Chronicles Kaepernick's coming of age story, tackling the obstacles of race, class, and culture as the black adopted child of a white family. Folks, Colin Kaepernick is biracial. He's half white and he's half black. Okay, let's just be real about that. And he was raised by two white people. But, you know, they want to spin a narrative that he is some kind of a professional victim because he's black. 
when he was raised by two white people and his actual biological parents. One is black, one is white. But let's move on. Jaden Michael stars as young Colin opposite Nick Offerman and Mary, Mary Louise Parker as Rick and Ter- Teresa Kaepernick. This is what Kaepernick says, quote, I'm excited to share this first peek into a project I co-created with the incomparable Ava DuFernay over the past couple of years, says Kaepernick, who appears in the series as the present day narrator. I look forward to the world meeting the incredible Jaden Michael, a young actor who plays me during my high school years, just a kid growing up in Turlock, California, who wanted to play ball. And that's uh, the kid here who's going to be playing Kaepernick in high school. But uh, Jaden Michael says this, he says, quote, a lot of stress comes with a project of this magnitude. These conversations need to be had on the forefront of my mind was, do I want to attack these conversations or do I want to sort of make an uh, make an experience for everyone? I found that I think it's most important for people who don't agree with Colin to find a safe place to watch something interesting and informative where they can redo their research and try and understand Colin from a different perspective. So that is an interesting quote right there that they want people who don't agree with Colin Kaepernick, like like me, like Rose, probably like many of you, to go back and rethink Colin Kaepernick, see where he's coming from. No, I don't I don't negotiate with Marxists. I just don't. Colin Kaepernick, this man here is a diehard Fidel Castro fan. He loves Fidel Castro. This is a man that called the police pits. He's a far leftist, dangerous person out there. And the media gives him nothing but great coverage. I mean, he has destroyed sports. Now you got all these athletes out there kneeling for the national anthem. Uh, The protests at the Olympics, I believe that was also inspired by Kaepernick. The man has destroyed everything that he touches. I'm not looking forward to this. I'm not going to watch this. Or if you guys want us to watch it just to see uh, how woke it is, because we know it's going to be pretty woke. We'll watch it and do a review for you guys. But honestly, I don't want to see this at all. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Professional victim Colin Kaepernick. October 29th, something like that. Just want to pass on the news to you guys. I'm not excited about this, and I'm pretty sure you guys are not excited about this either. I have no respect for people, athletes that don't respect the country. This is a man that tried to put the NFL on blast, made made it seem like the NFL was being racist towards him when they bent over and over again to give him an opportunity, opportunities that no other player who has been out the league gets. Anyway, guys, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports fans. We're going to be talking about the Tokyo Olympics again. I know it's been over for a week, but uh, China, 
We need to talk about China when it comes to these Olympics. Now, we know that China actually blew a lead in the gold medal race to the United States at the Olympics. I did a video on it. And uh, at the time I did that video, China had a seven medal lead in the Olympics when it came to the gold medal over the United States. Now, apparently now, guys, China has gotten very, very salty about that. They gotten very salty about it because they refused to accept that they didn't win the most gold medals in the Olympics. And guys, when it actually comes to medals at the Olympics, truly and honestly, the only ones that really matter at the end of the day is the gold medal, because the gold medal means that you were in first, not silver, not bronze, because that's second and third. Nobody wants to be second and third. But anyway, China now is so salty about this that China now has adjusted their medal count to show that they won the most gold medals at the Olympics. I'm not making this up, guys, because you want to know what they did. China actually now has included Taiwan and Hong Kong in the medal count. But guys, that is not the way it works, because for one thing, Taiwan is Taiwan is not a part of China. China, you took the L in the first Sino War against Japan and you lost Taiwan. So Taiwan is its own country. John Cena needs to learn that. Because we saw what John Cena said, you know, with uh, Fast 9. He was apologizing to the communists in a disgusting manner. I can't believe he bent the knee to China. But we've seen... So many other Americans, you know, want to bend the knee to China, LeBron James, the NBA. I can go on and on. But check this out. It says here, so insecure, China called in petty Olympic medal tally fortune. It says here, Chinese media has been mocked by users online after an embarrassing attempt to try and come out on top of the Olympic Games medal count. The official standing after three enthralling weeks. Of competition saw the USA top the medal count after a thrilling final day at Tokyo. Team USA finished with 39 gold, 40 silver, and 33 bronze, 112 medals overall, just ahead of China's 38 gold, 31 silver, and 18 bronze, 87 overall. And you can actually see it right here. USA Came in first, the most gold medals by one because of the last day. And one of those medals is actually uh, women's basketball, which we all knew uh, no other team really had a shot to beat them. And China right there at 38, 87 overall. But now, guys, they have gotten extremely salty now because China now has adjusted their medal count to include Hong Kong and Taiwan. Now, the, the IOC recognizes Taiwan individually, separate from China, just as they do with Hong Kong. Hong Kong, the IOC says, they're their own team. They're not a part of China. They're not. Now, Hong Kong is a special administrative region of China. So they're not fully China at all because Hong Kong does have their own uh, governing system, but the CCP seems to want to violate that. And we know how that's going over there with all the protests and everything. And uh, LeBron James and all these other uh, athletes that are deep in bed with China won't say anything. 
But um, let's check this out, guys. Let's check this out here. This is China right here trying to finagle the numbers. So they took the medals from Hong Kong and Taiwan, and now they count themselves as having 40, 42 gold medals to the U.S. 38. Now, no matter what they could do, they still couldn't win the overall medal count, but they wanted those gold medals. They wanted those, and it doesn't count. Now, guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but everybody knows or may not know that uh, Guam is a United States territory. When it comes to the Olympics, guess what? Guam is his own team. It doesn't count towards the United States. So China is being extremely, extremely salty about this. And here's another picture right there where you see 42 medals for China because, you know, they're. They're just so petty and so salty. Man, China is just taking the L. They're taking the L. It says here, China, U.S. uh, alter Olympic medal tally on their own to grab more gold. Hashtag U.S. Hashtag race for gold. Hashtag Olympic medal tally. Another person says here, China's fudging uh, in Olympic gold medal count to compete with U.S. Even cheating account, they still lost when you look at overall medals. But China doesn't care about the overall medals because they only care about the goal, because that means that they won more than the United States when it came to these competitions here. Uh, Here's a bigger picture right here. Showing how the United States, more gold, actually more silver and more bronze, 113 to 88. Unreal, guys. Unreal. But I'm not surprised that uh, China would actually do this. I'm not. Because you're dealing with communists here and you're dealing with a country that is allowed to get away and say whatever they want to do. Because so many other countries are bending the knee to China. I mean, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing, guys, how entertainment is bending the knee to China. Uh, movies come out in the United States and they actually will adjust those movies to give more, quote unquote, representation. And if you don't agree with it, they want to call you all kind of names. But when they bring those movies over to China, the CCP will rip those movies apart. And guess what Hollywood says? They say nothing. They let China do whatever they want to do. Same with the NBA. The NBA players in that bubble were telling you how bad our great nation is. But when it came to China, they remain silent because they get a lot of money from the CCP. NBA, man, they love communism. They really, really do. So China even knows that all of these uh, other industries will not call them out. And they're able to get away and do and say whatever they want. China is a sore loser. Loser. Hong Kong does not count towards your metal count. Taiwan does not count towards your metal count. Stop being salty. You took the L and that's just is what it is. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to Black and White Sports, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. 
The main event starts now. All right, black and white sports fans, let's talk about FS1's undisputed Shannon Sharp. Now, guys, we know there is no bigger defender of one LaChina James than Shannon Sharp. Nit Wright probably actually gives him a run for his money, but those guys worship the ground that LeBron James walks on. And now, guys, we got to talk about Shannon Sharp because he is now taking shots at Kevin Love. And I believe he's trying to do this to elevate LeBron James to that GOAT status that, guys, let's be honest, LeBron James is not and never, ever will be Michael Jordan. But if you watch Undisputed, Shannon Sharp will call LeBron James. He'll call him GOAT James. He'll wear that GOAT mask, making a fool of himself. Absolutely making a fool of himself. And it seems like Kevin Love is a punching bag right now because he's dealt with injuries. He's aging. He's not what he used to be. He's not. And Shannon Sharp, uh, Jalen Rose, you know, they're just kicking this man when he's down. And I don't think that Shannon Sharp actually needed to do this. We know that LeBron James is a great basketball player. We know that the Cleveland Cavaliers are a trash organization. We know this. But check this out, guys. Shannon Sharp calls out Kevin Love for being nothing without LeBron James. Now, that is a that's some strong words right there. Nothing. Kevin Love was an all star when he was in Minnesota. He was. He was a very good player when he was in Minnesota. But the problem is the Minnesota Timberwolves are a trash organization, just like the Cavs. But however, LeBron is such a great player. He can actually overcome the organization. He may not win a championship without anybody. I mean, that 2017 that he brought to the finals, that team was awful. It was horrible. It was one of the worst teams ever to get to the NBA finals. I know we come hard at LeBron, but I got to be fair. I mean, who was the second best player on that team? Daniel Booby Gibson. And they were going up against uh, Tim Duncan and the Spurs. They had no shot. But uh, check this out. It says here, when it comes to LeBron James, there is no greater defender of his than Shannon Sharp. As soon as the former NFL star was hired to be on Undisputed with Skip Bayless, Sharp made a name for himself as LeBron's biggest fan. Whenever the two would engage in a conversation about LeBron, Sharp would act as the opposition to Skip's incessant slander. And to this day, it has made for some great television on Twitter. Sharp, who is seen as a bit of a controversial figure, as his opinions typically attract a lot of debate and at times some vitriol. Regardless, Sharp continues to move forward with his hot takes. And recently he decided to take aim at Kevin Love and the Cleveland Cavaliers. After a fan told Sharp to show Love some some respect, the former Bronco opted to slander K-Love even further by noting that he has never been to the playoffs without LeBron. In fact, Sharp correctly pointed out that without LeBron, the Cleveland Cavaliers have been absolutely horrible. Well, they were actually horrible before LeBron. That's one of the reasons why they were able to draft him. But I digress. Since his exodus to Los Angeles, the Cavs have continuously been at the bottom of the standings and even Love's presence hasn't been enough to overcome their talent deficit. 
We know that they're trash. But um, this is the tweet here. Uh, somebody says, uh, sh- show some love to show some love to love Shannon. Uh, love was on Team USA in 2012. Timberwolves were and still are garbage. He says this Cavs were garbage. Uh, LeBron's years in Miami and now his four years in L.A. Yeah, because they're a trash organization. They are just like the Timberwolves. Guess what? Guess who played for the Timberwolves? And this player is a Hall of Famer. He won a championship without the Timberwolves. That'll be Kevin Garnett. What did Kevin Garnett do when he was in Minnesota? Now, he was a better player than um, than Kevin Love. But what did he do? He went almost a decade without winning one single playoff round. Kevin Garnett, who's going to the Hall of Fame. He couldn't even win a playoff series for almost a decade in Minnesota because the organization is trash. And and Kevin Garnett, not as good as LeBron, so he can't overcome that. But I'm just being honest here. Um, Says here, Kevin Love was the best power forward when he went to Cleveland. Now, he put up some big time numbers in Minnesota, though. I mean, he had Moses, Moses Malone type of numbers. He was like, what? 27 points and 13, 14 rebounds. I mean, he was putting up some insane numbers in Minnesota, but he wasn't winning any games. Shannon Sharp says couldn't make the playoffs before or since LeBron. And then he trashes him some more. He says, I love did provide 8.7 rebounds in the Warrior series when Cavs won the chip. Now, Kevin Love was the third option on that team. Uh, would they actually have beaten the Warriors without him? I don't know. I really don't know. But also, you know, this may also come into play here. Kevin Durant won those two titles. Maybe, maybe, just maybe Shannon Sharp is trying to elevate LeBron James over Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant won those two titles in Golden State. But we already knew that LeBron was already better than Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant went to a stat team, 73 and nine. They did not need him, but they definitely had more talent than the Cavaliers that LeBron, uh, when, when LeBron was there playing with um, Kevin Love and Kyrie Irving. They were, but this is one of the problems, though, with LeBron. And also, you know, one of the good things that he does, he will get players their money on the team. But however, LeBron, because we know he runs the teams, he's the GM. His teams get old very, very fast. And when it happens, he bounces out, jump ship, and then that team is stuck in cap hell and they really can't do much of anything. But I think this is kind of a low blow for Shannon Sharp to really go after Kevin Love like this. I mean, Kevin Love is probably on his last legs here. I mean, he's averaging like, what, 12 points per game now, and he can't even really get on the court. Um, There was a lot of backlash when Kevin Love made uh, Team USA. He didn't play. He was injured. And I don't really know why they selected him. Um, But Kevin Love was a very good player for a long time. He was just on the garbage Minnesota Timberwolves. And then he went to the Cleveland Cavaliers. LeBron left. And guess what? They're garbage again because... The Cavaliers are a garbage organization as well. Probably just as bad as the uh, 
Minnesota Timberwolves. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. This, this is kind of low for uh, Shannon Sharp. I mean, no, no reason really to go after Kevin Love like that. You know, I, I just he doesn't need to elevate LeBron like that. LeBron, his legacy is pretty much established right now. He's an all time great player. But to go after Kevin Love to elevate LeBron, that, that's pretty low right there. It really, really is. That's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this black and white sports fans? Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to black and white sports and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like comment and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on black and white sports. Friends, let's face it. The future of America is looking worse each day. Those who are observant have the feeling that something really bad is going to happen soon. If it does, are you prepared? Do you have enough food, water and other essentials to get you through tough times? If not, check out My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's number one preparedness company and they've served millions of American families. Right now, you can save 25% off their popular four-week emergency food kit, which will keep you well-fed with four weeks worth of breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. This food stays fresh for up to 25 years in proper storage, so it will be there when you need it. In fact, you may need it a lot sooner than that. So don't wait. Go to preparewithblackandwhite.com and claim your four-week emergency food kit, you'll save 25% if you act now. That's preparewithblackandwhite.com. Don't wait. Do it today. Let's talk about today's sponsor, Javi Coffee. Javi Coffee is the way I love to start off my morning. I work very, very hard for you guys to put out the best content possible. And I get my energy from Javi Coffee. Would you like to have that same energy that I have every single morning? Well, you should try Javi Coffee. And for you guys, you can actually get three bottles of Javi Coffee for only $16.95 per unit. Each bottle contains 30 servings. It will save you so much money from going to your local coffee shop. And by the way, folks, it actually tastes even better. You can use sugar. You can use monk fruit. I'm a low carb person. I don't like the carbs. This is keto friendly. And guys, it is super easy to make. Just put water in your cup, add one teaspoon or two teaspoons of Javi coffee, mix it up, use whipped cream, sugar, monk fruit, whatever. And folks, it tastes absolutely amazing. So check out the link in the description or the pinned comment and get Javi coffee delivered to you today. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Sports. We're going to talk about the Field of Dreams Major League Baseball game. I did a video yesterday where, you know, we talked about Alex Rodriguez, and somehow he t- tried to turn this into some social statement in the post-game. Well, thankfully... Uh, everybody really just watched the game uh, prior, and 
We have got the numbers. The numbers have come in, and for Major League Baseball, it is a big, big rating. Uh, and I'll point something out, though, as, as to add some context to what I said yesterday about the fact that college football and the NFL has stolen much of Major League Baseball's thunder, and it's one of the reasons why younger people in general have strayed away from the game. Well, this kind of proves my point. The rating was good, but, and unfortunately there is a but, as great as that game was, the Kevin, the Kevin Costner thing coming out, James Earl Jones with the voiceover, the players coming out of the cornfield, it was fantastic. I loved the movie, and it brought me back to my childhood, if you want to know the truth. And, um, and it was great. It was the best thing I'd seen out of baseball in a long time. I said it was the best thing I had seen since the New York Yankees and the 2001 World Series after 9-11, personally speaking. That was the kind of, you know, that was as close to emotion as I had felt in a long time out of Major League Baseball. Well, here's that rating, and the Field of Dreams game will be back next year. Uh, Rob Manfred has come out and said that. Fox Sports, Field of Dreams broadcast the most watched Regular season Major League Baseball game since 2005. The viewership peaked at 8.45 and 9 p.m. Eastern to just over 6 million. Baseball fans from all overtuned in to watch the New York Yankees play the Chicago White Sox in the Hollywood-inspired Field of Dreams game Thursday night, making it the most regular Watch regular season baseball game in 16 years. Over 5.9 million viewers watched on as the White Sox narrowly defeated the Yankees 9-8 in MLB's inaugural, you heard that right, Field of Dreams game played in Dyersville, Iowa, right next to filming site of the beloved 1989 movie starring Kevin Costner. According to Fox Sports PR, Thursday's game set a record for the most viewed regular season game since 2005 when the Yankees took on the Boston Red Sox. Boy, that was some good times back then as a Yankees fan. Uh, Actually, I think we got beat, but it doesn't matter. The rivalry was so good back then. In a contest that drew 5,909,000 viewers. So it almost almost reached that game. Only 6,000 viewers difference. And that was a massive, massive rivalry back then. The Yankees and Red Sox around 05. I mean, it always was. But around that particular time, yeah, it was something else. Viewership peaked between 8.45 and 9 p.m. Eastern to just over 6 million. Thursday's game almost ranked as the most regular, uh, the most streamed regular baseball game in Fox Sports history, according to the network's public relations team. Wow. Um, I wonder what the most streamed regular season game is. I can't imagine a a different game got a a bigger streaming number, but I guess so. Surrounded by cornfields and other nostalgic details, MLB's first ever game in Iowa did not disappoint. Quote, I think the reception that this event has received has been so positive that we will be back, Commissioner Rob Manfred said. How about they come back without you? I think it's pretty clear that we're going to be back next year, and we'll have to talk about it after that. But it's been so successful that it's hard to not take the opportunity to do it again. Uh, And I wonder, though, 
if they do it a second time, is it going to have the same impact as it had this time? Maybe that should be something they try every five years or something like that. Because let's be honest, without the James Earl Jones voiceover, without Kevin Costner coming out, without that narration and everything that went along with that, I think in a lot of ways this was so impactful because it was the first time we ever saw it. Don't get me wrong. They do it again next year. I will check it out. I absolutely will check it out. Now, going back to the Alex Rodriguez thing that I did from yesterday, this was the most watched Major League Baseball game since 2005. To give you some context, the Cowboys-Steelers Hall of Fame preseason game outdrew this game by more than a million and a half viewers. 7.3 million viewers. No kidding. Seven... 1,500,000 viewers more than the most watched game they'd had in the in Major League Baseball since 2005. 16 years. And that Hall of Fame game beat it pretty soundly, to be honest with you, in the ratings. And that tells you it's a preseason game. Granted, you had Steelers. Granted, you had the Cowboys. But you get my point when I'm talking about the fact that football is one of the reasons why younger audiences haven't tuned into baseball like we did growing up. Football didn't have quite the impact back in the 80s and the 90s, right? So, again, they do it again next year? Yeah, I'll check it out. I will. And I'm glad Major League Baseball was able to pull a rating for an event that, frankly, was fantastic. It was really good. Uh, I'm not going to get on here and act like, oh, it was terrible, or whatever, I don't agree with anything that Major League Baseball did earlier in the year regarding Georgia and the All-Star Game. I don't. But this one singular event was very well done, and it was fantastic. It came off very, very good. Tell me what you think, black and white sports fans. That's a big rating. But again, NFL preseason kind of beat the crap out of it still. Wow. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for Black and White Live. What is going on out there now is absolutely ludicrous. We've got advertisers. We've got sponsors of certain athletes, former athletes, NFL quarterbacks, that are now, we, we've seen Kirk Cousins. He lost his connection to his hometown hospital because Cousins has failed, we believe, failed to get vaccinated. Once again, for the umpteenth time, we have said, if you want to be vaccinated, that's your business, and that's great. If you don't want to be, that's your business, and that's great. Okay? It's your own personal decision. And now, Jay Cutler, former Bears quarterback, has been dropped by Uber because of his stance involving masking and children. Now, for full disclosure... Jay Cutler has done a ton of work out there involving children's health, okay? 
I believe his foundation has to do directly with the health of children. I think maybe involving diabetes and, and children affected by that. And now we know this is a subject that's very passionate for parents. Myself, my wife, we have a strong damn stance on masking children. I will not tell you where that stance is for the sake of not getting my ass kicked off YouTube. I won't tell you where that's at, but you can only imagine. All right? Uh, So... We're going to go over this story because now Jay Cutler has lost a sponsor and the lunatic known as Keith Oberman, the former ESPN Sports Center anchor, you remember the greatest duo ever to be together at ESPN Sports, Dan Patrick, Keith Oberman. Boy, those were the days before we found out that Keith Oberman should be launched in the space because he's a nutbag. Well, here we go. This story is nuts. It's from OutKick. Let's do it. Jay Cutler dropped from Uber promo over his stance against masking children. Jay Cutler retired from the NFL to embrace a new position. Man of the people. The unapologetic former quarterback lauded for his strong arm, and he had a damn cannon. And remarkable dude in energy announced that he has been pulled from an Uber NFL promotional campaign after voicing his opinions on school board's strict mask mandates on children. Cutler has been quote, has quoted videos of passionate parents, including OutKick founder Trey Clavis, Travis grilling the Williamson County Board on Tuesday. Clay Travis went up in that school board meeting and lost his shit. Fighting for their children's rights to forego mask and additional PPE in the classroom setting, all based, all based, this is the key, all based on CDC data that supports children's safety from serious COVID effects. This is what, this is Jay Cutler's tweet right here. Let's be clear. No one wants to go to a school board meeting. So this speaks volumes. This was a Clay Travis tweet. This was a picture Um I don't know if, uh, I know we can't get audio from this, but you can see here, uh, I guess that's Clay right there, actually. I don't know. I can't tell if that's Clay or not, but he tweeted it. I mean, there are a ton of parents out there. A ton. This week has been seen, has seen a number of fired up speeches on behalf of parents who are determined to battle science-less Decisions from school boards. Cutler, a father of three, has been supportive in the fight against mask mandates, landing him in some hot water with corporations that are monitoring behavior in order to retain their monopoly of opinions. The decision from Uber was a clear play at keeping the right politics on the board rather than allowing for a diversity of opinion across promotions. In other words, you can't have an opinion or you might lose a gig. That is scary and ridiculous. As talking heads critique Cutler for, quote, anti-science remarks. Okay, anti-science remarks. Let's go back up here to where this says, um, all all based on CDC data that supports children's safety from serious COVID effects. So the anti-science remarks, 
remarks is an opinion from the media, not fact. Okay, they're using Cutler and Clay Travis are using actual CDC uh, data to back what what is being said. His work alongside pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly has helped support children struggling with diabetes. That's one of the things that Jay Cutler is working with. A demographic heavily impacted by COVID-19 since 2009. Cutler has also participated in Dedicated to Diabetes and is the founder of the Jay Cutler Foundation, which has aided at-risk youth struggling in and out of high schools. Okay, that's his, that's his foundation. As data surrounding the dangers of COVID among children prove that the virus and all of its iterations are less lethal when compared to typical flu seasons, companies like Uber willing willingly avoid the data in order to make examples out of differing opinions, which doesn't appear to be working. Thankfully, Cutler doesn't give an F about Uber's opinions, also adding, quote, future school board member to his Twitter bio. So he's Jay Cutler is about to run for the school board position. Lost a commercial. This is Jay's tweet. Lost a commercial with Uber Eats partnering with the NFL. Was going to film in L.A. Quote, views aren't aligned. You can only imagine in Los Angeles. Guess they don't like future school board members. Freeze up my weekend. Cutler doesn't give a F about what Uber Eats has got to say. Cutler's opinion on masking children was called out by Keith Oberman, meaning the former QB must have said something right. Yeah, we know all how, uh, how big of a lunatic Uberman is. Uh, Oberman is. So, at Jay has tweets, like you students under your supervision will also forget everything they've learned each week. And this is Jay Cutler. Doing school board research looks like a 2024 campaign for me. So he's announcing it, and then Cutler's response is, don't care. That's his response to Keith Oberman. So, wow. It's crazy where we're at right now. That people are losing gigs. Kirk Cousins won. Jay Cutler, too. Now being involving this pandemic... And having an opinion, a simple opinion. Okay? Now, again, Clay Travis and Jay Cutler were using CDC data to actually argue their opinion. But evidently, it doesn't matter. In fact, I suspect there's a chance this video is going to get demonetized. I hope it doesn't. But I just have a feeling it will because there was so much in there. (laughs) YouTube, that's an opinion. Okay? I mean, I don't... I don't know what else to tell you. Um, there, you know, people can talk about differing views. That is a thing without having to risk platform. I'm irritated. I'm irritated by all of this. Seeing this happen to Jay Cutler, it's nonsensical. I don't understand it. What happened to being able to talk things out, have discussions without the risk of being censored without the risk of being canceled. That's what's happened to Jay Cutler here. He just got canceled by Uber Eats. Okay? Jay doesn't care, but that shouldn't be the that shouldn't be the case. That shouldn't be the case just because he's actually just adding more context to 
Clay Travis's tweet here. Okay? And the other thing it sparked is Jay doesn't agree, so he's going to do something about it by running for the school board. Good for Jay. That's the way America is supposed to work. I hate this. I absolutely hate it. Tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. If you're new to the channel or if you came over from Black and White Sports, hit subscribe. Make sure you go out there and follow us wherever fine podcasts are available as well. In case you can't catch the video, you can always catch the audio. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodrance for our Black and White Live. We're going to talk about Mac Jones. That's right. New England Patriots quarterback, first-round draft pick, number 15 in the draft, made his debut two nights ago against the Washington football team. Or, or for all intents and purposes, as far as I'm concerned, the Redskins. Made his debut against the Reds, uh, the Redskins the other night. Preseason action was only the second preseason game of the year after the uh, Cowboys and Steelers played the Hall of Fame game. And, of course, there's some various thoughts coming out about Matt Jones' performance because, frankly, it was good. And I'm going to tell you right now, as a Niners fan, and tonight, look, I'm excited. I'm excited Trey Lance makes his debut for the uh, San Francisco 49ers, and I am fired up for that. There's no hate from me about Trey, Trey Lance. Um, I hope the kid succeeds. Uh, Justin Fields makes his debut today. There's actually good things coming out of camp, and they will he will massively prove me wrong if he ends up being a good quarterback. I think Trey Lance has a better chance than Justin Fields, personally speaking. But I've made, I have not hidden the fact that I thought the Niners made a massive mistake not taking Mac Jones. So I have kind of, I have kind of pseudo adopted the Patriots this year. And for full disclosure, I'm a big Tom Brady fan. So I already rooted for the Patriots. All right. Um, and I, of course, have been we have been tracking Mac Jones on this channel very closely. He's in a quarterback battle with Cam Newton. Well, a couple of things have come out. I listen to Tom Kernan a lot, the Patriots podcast, because he goes to the actual training camps, and we get the four one one on Mac Jones. And the fact is, Mac Jones has been really and truly in the past several practices at training camp. He's just flat at outperforming Cam Newton now. And the other night, in my opinion, he outperformed Cam Newton the other night. Now, it wasn't all apples to oranges, of course. Um, you know, he did some stuff with the ones, but then he got some stuff with the twos and the threes. All right? But, without a doubt, we found out that he was uh, in command, in command of the offense. Now, they asked Bill Belichick, this is the Boston Herald, he assesses Mac Jones' preseason performance against Washington. And in case you're wondering, we will get to that rating coming out of Boston.
because it was a massive. It's a common Bill Belichick refrain after every Patriots game. He'll know more once he watches the film. Less than 12 hours after the Patriots beat Washington Thursday night, Belichick had seen the film by Friday morning. So what did he make of Mac Jones? I think it's really, it's pretty much the same for everybody. Some good things, some things we need to, things we need to, just in general, we need to play faster and react faster. Belichick told reporters via Zoom. Are we back to the Zoom thing again? That's every position across the board. Practice is practice, but things happen at game speed, and that's something that I would say everybody needs to improve on, certainly at the quarterback position, but every other position too. We haven't had the live game exposure until last night. It's a good opportunity for us to recognize how fast things are going to happen and have to match that speed. So I think the speed of the game for all the rookie players was a little bit different and certainly than anything we've been able to practice. Mac Jones completed 13 of 19 passes for 87 yards, no TDs, no interceptions. Now, I can tell you, and and they talk about it here, the rookie watched a long touchdown pass clang off the hands of second year wide receiver Christian Wilkerson in the second quarter. That's right. We were going to talk about that because he dropped one right into the bread basket of Christian Wilkerson, and it was a long pass, over 40 yards, that would have been a touchdown, and that certainly would have helped the yardage numbers. Not to mention, his first pass was a completion that would have been overturned had Bill Belichick opted to have pressed it. Well, now... I'm going to tell you something that's funny. The ratings have come in out of Boston for the game, the debut of Mac Jones. And I want you to keep something in mind, especially you guys that are subscribed to Black and White Sports and have now made your way over here to Black and White Live, the sister channel. Um, you guys remember the NBA ratings and how hot, how much hot, hot garbage they was and the fact that so many games failed to break. There were games that failed to break. 650,000, 600,000. Well, Mac Jones's debut in Boston alone. I haven't even gotten the full rating yet. It's not even out yet. But Mac Jones, people in Boston showed up and the ratings were bigger than some NBA regular season games check this out with the excitement of fans being allowed into Gillette Stadium for the first time since 2019 as well as the debuts of several promising rookies and new faces in New England the Patriots saw a 37% increase in ratings compared to week one of 2019 of course there wasn't a preseason last year in a combined total of WBZ CBS and WMUR ABC in the Boston DMA New England versus Washington delivered a household rating of 18.7, a 38 market share. The game held an average of 623,900 viewers, peaking at at 8 p.m. with 714,000 viewers. And I'll let you know that around. 8 p.m. was about the time Mac Jones took the field and the crowd went nuts. It was a fantastic moment. 
Now, Tom Kernan today suggested on his podcast, what are we waiting on? What is Bill waiting on? Uh, at this point, there were things, clear-cut things, where you could tell Mac Jones had more command of the offense at times than it looked like Cam did. And there were some throws that Cam missed. And look, that's always been Cam's M.O. Is, is the fact that he misses some easy throws. And with Mac Jones' accuracy, point blank, for the most part, he's not missing those throws. Um, there's going to be things to work on. There's going to be growing pains. But you're talking about a national championship winning quarterback out of Alabama. Um, as a 49ers fan, as I'm watching Mac the other day, Make his debut, I'm thinking, wow, if you drew up the prototypical Kyle Shanahan quarterback in a lab, that was this guy. That was this guy. And Kernan made an observation that I thought was astounding. He said, at this point, Mag Jones is excelling in every aspect, more so than Ryan Mallett, uh, Jacoby Brissett, or Jimmy Garoppolo did at this time, and we know Jimmy Garoppolo's the starting quarterback for the 49ers right now. Uh, so, and very important enough, Mag Jones takes care of the ball much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He doesn't throw interceptions, okay? I mean, of course he is from time to time, but it's going to be an outlier situation, whereas they said Garoppolo would throw one a practice like clockwork. Well, hell, he still does that in San Francisco, and I like Jimmy G. Okay, so what does that tell you? Um, I think it's hilarious that the Patriots outdrew some, some nationally televised games of the week for regular season NBA. The Patriots outdrew them just in Boston. Just in Boston. I can't wait to get the actual overall rating because my gut feeling is it's going to be something like maybe two and a half million, three million on a preseason game. I mean, that would probably, and I guarantee you I'll do a video about it because that rating for that preseason game the other night with Mac Jones will be larger than some NBA playoff games. I guarantee it. And yeah, I'll make a video on that. You can believe that shit. Tell me what you think, Black and White Live fans. Big Mac is here. He has arrived. Peace. I'm out. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.